Okay, wishing everyone good Shabbos, Parshas Yisro, Matan Torah. We do want to focus that this week was Tu Bishvat. And Tu Bishvat usually comes out around the weeks of Bishalach and Yisro. See if there is a connection to that. Tu Bishvat, one of the more interesting or quieter holidays. We know everyone's eating some interesting fruits. But what really is happening here on Tu Bishvat? So let's mention this in the Gemara and Rosh Hashanah. It says it's Rosh Hashanah Le'ilan. Doesn't like not like the song that says Chag Note. Rosh Hashanah Le'ilan. It's a Rosh Hashanah for the tree. What do you mean the tree? Some point that it's the Eitzadas Tevera. What is that about? Number one. Number two. We know there's an argument in the Gemara and Rosh Hashanah when the world was created. So Machlekes was Rav and Yeshua was a Tishrei and Nisan. One way to understand that Machlekes is that Rav Lazar would hold that Chaf Elo would be when the world was created, hence subsequently six days later, Aleph Tishrei, Bracious Isis Aleph Tishrei, would be when Adam Arishan was created, and Rishua, who says the world was created in Nisan, would say Aleph Nisan is when Adam was created, subsequently going back to Chaf Adar. Now we know 40 days before something is the time it takes for something to evolve. You're allowed to daven up to the end gender of an embryo, up to 40 days. So now it's 40 days before a person is born who can marry. We know we want to go through a tshuva process, starts for Shchedesh Elul and ends on the 40th day Yom Kippur. That's the time it takes for things to evolve and change, of things of that nature. 40 days before Chaf Adar, which would be the creation of the universe, according to Rabbi Yeshua, would be Tubashvat. And 40 days before Chafhe Elo, Rabbi Lazar's opinion, would be Tubav. This certainly means that somehow Tubav and Tubashvat, Tubav is not our topic today, obviously, is somehow lies behind the creation of the universe and the plan of the universe before it was even created somewhere. Tubashvat lies. And what really is that? And that's what we want to know today. It is also worthwhile to know that in next week's parsha talks about the Evid Ivri, Kisikna Evid Ivri, Yukwarna Evid Ivri, Sheshanim Yavad Uvashviyas, Yetzel Lechav Shechinam, is for us what go the Aveda, the Kvalyas rolls the Evid Ivri. The Aveda is six, you work, and the seventh was that you go out free. Where again we said the Machlaikas was a Tishrei and Nisan. If you count from Tishrei, Nisan is also marked like this when the Gula will be here. If you count from Tishrei, Nisan is the seventh month. If you count from Nisan, Tishrei is the seventh month. Either way, the Aveda six and the seventh, you're going to go out free. The Gula is going to be here. Now, you have to realize the world is like, we're in like parallel, parallel months. So they're all twin months, Tishrei and Nisan. And that's where they start. Beratius is Beis And that's where they all start. Now, basically, without getting too crazy, the first three months on both sides, Tishrei, Nisan, well, no, Tishrei, sorry, Tishrei, Chesrei, and Kislev, Nisan, Ir, and Sivan were all supposed to be the months of Yaakov. Teve, Shvat, and Adar, Tamas, of and Elul were supposed to be the months of Esav. For when Yaakov stole the brachas, he stole back from Tuba of and Elul and Tuba Shvat and Adar. What this really means, and so he's left with Esav, Teves, the first half of Shvat, which no one talks about, Tamas, and the first half of Av. Take a look in your calendar, Teves, Tamas, the first half of Av, is really when Esav caused all the problems. Asar Teves, Shavasar Tamas, Teshav, the nine days, three weeks, all the trouble is there. 
Elul and Adar, the two full months that Yaakov steals back from Esav. Elul is Tshuva Ma'ava, your Averis turn into Mitzvahs. Adar is the Indian of Venahabachu, it was going to be Yaakov's, it was going to be Esav's party, Haman's a Gilgal of Esav. It's going to be Esav's party, Yaakov steals it back, it becomes Yaakov's party, Mordechai's party. So where does it all turn around? Tuba of and Tubashvat is where things start turning, the negative starts turning into the positive. What's that all about? Those are three things to note. It's also the holiday of Tershabal Peb. Chudusharim you know, points out because we know when uh, Moshe Rabbeinu started saying over Gavin's final address, that was from Rishchidesh Shvat until he died. 36 days. That's Eila HaDvarim. Eila's Gmashia 36. Those six day, 36 days he gave over his Dvarim, and that starts in Shvat. So there's definitely stuff of that nature going on. Okay. So we'll have to see, and it's also very funny, the holiday for the trees, you can take a look outside, it could be freezing and snowy, it doesn't seem like any great uh, holiday for the trees, I would have a holiday for the trees like the time of Berchus Ilana, it's Nissan, but okay, whatever, <laughs> what's that about? Posek mentioned from the Sanzer is what's called this, this is when they call the Chagigot start, every two weeks it's another holiday, the two Vishvat, Two weeks later, Rishchidosh Adar. Two weeks later, Purim. Two weeks later, Rishchidosh Nisan. Two weeks later, Pesach. Two weeks later, Rishchidosh Iyer. Two weeks later, Pesach Sheni. Two weeks later, what's Rishchidosh Ivan? And then what's going on later? Another what's going a week later? We have Shavuos. So Mamash going almost another three months that we're going in this point where um, that is holidays all the time. What's this? What's this really about? At a certain level, this is a culmination of a lot that was been happening of Parshas Yisro. Let's get let's get over here. Let's go Parshas Yisro. Says the, let's. This is what we have over here. The Yishma Yisro. What did Yisro hear that brought him to the Torah? You're Kriyas Yamsof and Mohammed Samolik. We said a couple pshatim last week. We'll say pshatim over quickly. Here are the pshatim we go. These are the two things that he heard and that brought him to the Torah. Kriyas Yamsof and Mohammed Samolik. Pshat number one. From the Chayza, others bring it. Kriyas Yamsof. He heard the Emes. So he thought I could know the truth, but we learned you can know the truth. But if you don't act on it, who knows what could end up happening? Amalek also had to share the truth to make a ratio on them. You hear something, you got to make a move. That's what they learned. Well, if you don't do anything, who knows? You know, you just your inspiration could fade. Number one. Number two could be even further. When you see, see something that's true, you only got two options. You're either with them or you're against them. So you had Kriyas Yamsuf. But then he saw, there's a Muhammad Samolik, i got to take a position. Okay, number three. Said, it's Kriyas Yamsuf. Now I know there's Hashem, but will they accept me as a convert? So there was once a girl named Timna. She came and wanted to convert to, you wanted to join in with the Avais, and the Avais didn't like her midos. They didn't, they pushed her away. They didn't want to accept her. So in the end, she ends up marrying Alifaz, and they had a child, Amolek. So it's just like, wow, you see what happened now. The last potential convert, they pushed away. And now look what happened to Adam Molek. They won't make that mistake again. So that was Dabshem. And now what's going on? Another way for us to learn is, is this. How do you come to the Torah? For some it's Kriyas Yamsuf. I saw the Hashkach of Hashem. 
For others, it's Mechamas Amalek. It's anti-Semitism. Sort of Levi Yitzhak says, Halacha Esav Sona Yaakov. It's one halacha everybody keeps. But this is a situation, sometimes it's really like that. You could be in Nazi Germany, have nothing to do with Judaism. You threw it all away. You had no connection to anything. But Adolf Hitler came. and He said, you're a Jew. So for some, it's Kriya Siamsov. For others, it's Mechamas Amalek. And really, in real truth, when you're coming, when you're coming, you're becoming a yid. You're coming over here. You gotta know. On one hand, it's gonna you're gonna see the tremendous hashkacha. On another hand, there's anti-Semitism in the world. This is the matias. You gotta know the two pshatim that we said last week, which was what's go very important. And this maybe you know worthwhile to realize this. The first of the Aseris Adibras, this week of Parsha, the Aseris Adibras, we're not really going to do that this particular year, but the first Aseris Adibras, Anaycha Hashem Alakecha, Am Hashem your God. Now, you should, he should finish, Am Hashem your God who created the Shemayim Ba'aretz. But instead, he doesn't say that. He says, Am Hashem your God who took you out of Mitzrayim. Why does he do that? I'm not one way to learn this. I'm not asking you to believe anything. You saw me there in Mitzrayim, you know, by Masim Voracious. You weren't there. Number two, you should know it's a personal relationship that I have with you. And third, I think we're going to see even more important is what is this, the last Upshatim. This is what we really said last week, but you're going to say it over quickly. The Yisro saw the ultimate clarity of Hashem. He heard what Kriyas Yamsov, the total Hisgalus of Hashem. And even Paro was just a pawn in the play, thrown in the water. And Mechamasam Molek, Hashem only sent them because we weren't doing the Ratzon Hashem. That means both Kriyas Yamsov and Mechamas Molek, even our arch enemies are all part of Hashem. And that's at some point out that all others, is over here is that terror is not given until we negated the king of evil Paro and the coin of evil Yisro until all was clear. But this is the so this is the situation. Yes, he has Kriyas Yamsam Muhammad Samalik, everything is from Hashem. Even though even though enemies are part of the plan. And then we had the beautiful Pshat we said last week that Yisra said, What? There's a Kriyas Yamsa for Dasan and Aviram. There was a second that was the Bermayam Chaim said there was a second Kriya what was a second uh, splitting of the Yam for Dasan Aviram and the Muhammad Samalik for those stragglers who were out of the what go guys thrown out of the Anan says, I see Hashem even cares about the worst Jews, even the stragglers in the back and those troublemakers Dustin and Aviram could die to join this nation so we learned what did Yisrael learn Yisrael learned total clarity that there's Hashem and he learned the second thing the second thing is that Jews are the people that he cares about in this island but mamish, what the Jews do adds When Hashem created what go, when Hashem created the world, what was His plan? As we said, Tu Bishvat was a vert of before what go before the universe. Is a plan before the universe. And His plan in what go in the world was this. When you look, and it's crazy because this is the situation. Other when He ate from the Eitz Adas, what was His kavana? One way to learn. I'm going to eat from the Das Eitz Adas. I'm going to bring the Eitz Har inside of myself. I'm going to conquer it and that will be a gain. That will be something. I want the, what's called a challenge and then to overcome. And before the, before in the beginning of creation, a place was like Alice in Wonderland, you know, and the, everything had, you know, choice and even the moon could make comments, oh, two kings for one crown, you know, the more the Malach in charge of it. And the fruit was supposed to, the fruit, the, bar, the tree was supposed to produce fruit that tastes like the tree. Ari Briggs said, what was the vert of that? And they didn't do that. And the vert of that is that when you look at the created, you connect it back to the creator, and that would be the world. But we don't live in a world like that. We live in a world where sometimes the created 
you don't even realize God connects back to the Creator. We see in the world, we don't necessarily see that there's Hashem here. We don't necessarily see Hashgacha. And it, the crazy thing about Tuvishrat, externally, there's a picture that this tree might be, looks like it's dead. It just looks like it's finished. It looks like who knows what is going on over here. This tree, this Rosh Hashanah for the trees. But internally, the sap is moving. The srap, the heat, what things are happening on the tree, whatever is going to be with that tree is going to be over the course of the year. So some, you have a situation in life where many times, you can look at the tree, and it looks like it's dead, but internally things are happening. Sometimes what's really going on and, and what's actually happening externally are not congruent in, the, what's go, in this universe. Sometimes things are like that, and we're going to have to try to connect back with Hashem even when we don't see it, and that's the world that Hashem wanted. Hashem wanted for us when He was created the universe, He wanted to be made to us. He wanted to give the, what, that was His kavanah to be made to us, and the way He wanted to do it was a way that we work and it would be hard and we'd have a challenge and then we'd overcome and that's what he wants. He wants us to try. He wants us to strive. That's what he wants. What God wants in the universe. And that's the first of the Asaras of Debris. Hashem I'm Hashem your God that what? Took you out of Mitzrayim. Took you out of your own yay to hers. Took you out of your own situations. Like Nasa Adam let us make man. Nasa Adam as Hashem talking to what's called to us. Let us me and you together. Let's build you. This is what Hashem wanted. He wants a situation we're going to have a challenge, but we're going to overcome and it's going to work out and it's going to go, it's going to work out in the end. It's going to be that, what's called, it's going to be that way in the end. And that's what's called exactly, that's what's called that situation. And what he wants is you're working. That's what he wants. That's what's called, what's called Hashem. That was in the Kavan of the universe. It's going to be difficult, but it's going to turn over. And that's Bedavka, this man of going over from Esau to Yaakov. It starts out, it's in a difficult place, but it's going to work out in the end. And it's going to keep on going better, better, better. And what's his tackless? His tackless is the creation, is, is Matan Taira. And that's exactly the creation of the universe. He started creation of the universe. Things started falling apart, you know, until we got to Mitzrayim. And the vert was Mamashur in, that's where the Jewish nation is born, in Mitzrayim, in the challenges, in everything. That's what he wants. In the struggle, that's what I want you working out of there. That's what he wanted until we finally, we got to the Torah, Barashas, Bashul Yisrael, for the Jews and for the Torah, that's what the world was created. And here is, that is interesting is, that Tubishvat goes back, is connected with the crew before the creation of the universe, and all the holidays go in until what's called Sivan, until Matan Torah, because that's its tackless. My tackless is that I'm going to give you guys the Torah. I know I'm Hashem God who took you out of Mitzrayim. That's what I wanted. This is his scholars of Hashem, and he wants to what's going to help us get through that in order that we're going to get the scar. And that's what all the it does matter. It's going good, good, good. What's good? This is where it turns because that's what Hashem wants to do. He wants to be made at us, and that's also the parshas what's called Beshalach. It's difficult. We're going and we're going, we're going. Hashem keeps on clearing the water for us. It's the parsha of the man, manhu amuna. All those things are happening. These were the things that are going on in these what's called in these parshas that was the that what's called that was that one thing I also want to take you down a completely different track you know 
to a completely different track today, but related in some funny way, is thus go back to last week's parsha, Marsha's Bashala, and says he Bashala Parvas Am, he sat with the people, he didn't want to take them, Lo Nakam Lakim Derechat Slishnim, Kikarovu, because it's closed, lest they see a war and return back to Egypt. We explained last week, Bashalach was with the Bashalach, the two cents, it was Yosef, he passed on a sign with the help of Yaakov. Did he want to take him Derech Eretz Plishtim because it was close? Now, either means despite the fact that it was a closer route or because it was too close to go back to Mitzrayim. But we want to talk about the Plishtim, and I want to, it's going to send us into a wild place about Shimshon. And I think there's what to learn from it, and I think it's connected to the point that we are saying here. Here it is. So this is the situation, the Plishtim. The Plishtim against Phineas. To push them, there was, of course, a man named Cham. Now, he was not so stark. Now, he had a son named Mitzrayim, and that became a nation, and that represents the Schmitz Tumla. We're trying to come out of Mitzrayim. Mitzrayim, from the line of Mitzrayim, came another couple nations, and these nations swapped wives, and what that produced was the Plishtim. So this is the Gans Fainayichas over here. The Plishtim are coming from what's called from, from Chum, Mitzrayim, and a couple other nations that swapped wives. So these guys really represent the most demented, demented parts in what's called in society. And that's what we want to talk about over here in the story of Shimshon, which is really wild. I mean, you take this is very, very quickly what happens in in Sefer Shoftim. In Sefer Shoftim, here's basically, basically the story. The Jews were in a very, very low place at this particular time, and uh, they were not deserving to be behind the leader, and Shimshon sort of could be a one-man wrecking crew, and, but the Plishtim were really bad, and they deserved to be punished. So here's what happens. Amala comes over to Shimshon's mother, Savonis, and she says, you're going to have a very special child. So, Vaseder, he's going to be another. He's going to begin to save the Jews from the Blishtim. We'll have to see what that means. Begin to save the Jews. His mother is from Shevet Yehuda, which is from the, the Malchus and Mashiach and everything. The father's from Shevet Dun. Shevet Dun is from the lowest of the Shvatim. We know that the Strachel is in the back, as we said before. The, the over here is, now, here's the, that's, what, that's what happens. Now, Shimshin gets in his head that he wants to marry a Plishti woman. Now, his mother is like, this is not even a funny joke. You, you imagine, you picture like some, you know, upcoming gadol, some tzaddik, who knows what. He's like, oh, I think I'll marry Ahmadjid's daughter. That's like not even a funny joke. That, that's just ridiculous. The, the mother couldn't believe this, you know. And so it is. So she's not even at the wedding. He goes over there. He, what's called, he's now, he doesn't have his own, own friends over there. So they bring 30 plishti guys to be Musamer, the Chazamakala. So Shimshin says to them, he asks them some impossible riddle. <laughs> and he says to them, if you guys get the answer, I'll give you 30, let's go 30 coats. If not, you have to give me 30 coats. So they had no chance to get the answer. So they threatened his wife. Either you tell us the answer or else I'm going to kill you. Kill you and your father. So she, able, she got the answer from Shimshon and gave it to them. So then, after that, he got all upset. He went and killed 30 what's called Plishtim in Ashkelon. He's like, okay, here's your coats. So like, this guy's nuts. And so then, after that, and he left, and he was all upset, you know, because his wife gave over the information. Then he comes back. He's like, where's my wife? And she's like, oh, we gave her to someone else. He didn't think he didn't want her. Oh, you see, you did that. Now you're really going to get it. Takes 300 faxes, ties them with gold, with torches, and they burned out all the fields. Plishtim like, what's going on here? What happened? Oh, like, Shimshon was upset because of the whole story with his own wife, whatever. So they tried to placate Shimshon, and they're like, so they, they, they actually did kill the wife and the, what's called the father. And uh, Shimshon's like, that's what you did? Now you're really going to get it. So they, they didn't know what to do with him. So then he goes down to 
He goes back to the Jews, and the Plishtim were in charge of the Jews at this point, and they came over to the Jews. They're like, you have to give us over Shimshon. So they go over to Shimshon, like, we need to give you over. He's like, you guys really, you guys are pathetic. He says, but give me over. So he gives him over, and as soon as he gets over, like, they put him down, and the Plishtim like, oh, now we got him. He busts out, he takes a jawbone, he kills another thousand people. They really didn't know what to do with him. Then he left for a while. Then he comes back, and Yitzam goes down to Azaina's house, you know, over there, and then people are like, oh, Shimshon's in the city, and Shimshon ends up carrying the gates out of the city, some like outrageous things like that. Then, later on, Shimshon now comes with, is back hanging out with the Plishtim, and he's now getting involved with his third Plishti woman, and this is the girl that, uh, girl, called Delilah, really made the lesson of the Gemara, Delilah, but whatever the situation is, she was definitely lights out for him. And she was the one to weaken him. And she was, of course, the one. She sold him out. She gave over the... Now, the crazy part in the story really is that she said to him, how can I weaken you? What can I do? And he said, oh, he starts telling all these things. Oh, tie me up and all these things. And she tries it every time and he keeps on busting out. You know, she knows he's going to do it. You know, and finally, she was finally at this point, he gives over what's called gives over the secret in, and because it's like he was ready to die, whether the situation was getting too intense for him, or he didn't care anymore, or he didn't, or he didn't really think anything could happen, whatever the situation was, she was tormenting him. According to the Gemara site that she was pulling out time relations, and whether that was either seed was being lost or the situation was too much, whatever the situation was, that was too much. And of course, we know they pushed him, pull what's go, pull out his eyes, and they throw what's go, they put him in what's go, they put him in jail. Until finally, we know how the story ends. He's like over there. He's like, oh my gosh, Hashem, what happened? Give me Kayak one more time. And one and done, he killed more people in his death than he did in his life. And that's how the story comes out. Really a wild story. Now, <laughs> that's based the story in Navi. Now, we know sometimes the story, you know, in Navi or Chomish could look difficult, but along will come the Gemara, and we'll try to, like, whitewash it to some degree. You know, like, Dwight David Amelech, you know, oh, you know, then I'll start with Batsheva. The Gemara's like, oh, you know, he did send out, uh, they did really give a get, and, uh, you know, anyway, Uriachiti was Marba Machas, whatever it is. But here, there's going to be no such help from the Gemara. The Gemara is only going to bury Shimshon a little bit further. <laughs> to these statements. Gemara's like, Shimshon, he went after his eyes, so his eyes were taken out. Oh, Shimshin, he went after what's called, he went after the women, then what's called the tummy was something was tummy, the tummy women, so that's why he was saved with a jawbone from the donkey, which is what's called tummy. Shimshin was given a certain kayak that even normal person, he has relations afterwards, that Ava will die down. Oh, Shimshin is like ready to go. You know, he's like, as if he never even had what's called, had relations to go. Then, let's go, they bring, then it gets even wilder. It's like, what do you think they did with him in the jail? You think, they, who knows, they torture him? No, no, no. The Plishdom decide that, oh, maybe we can produce supermen. The Plishdom all bring their wives to live with Shimshin in the jail that maybe they can produce a superman. And again, the, here's the Gemara over here. Oh, you like Plishdom women in his life? Here, you know, so here we give him some more. Give wine to the wine drinker. He wants what's going on. like Plishdom women? Here's some more Plishdom women. Now the Gemara and say that this mamish burying him. You know, this mamish killing him here. You know, Navi was one situation. Now this looks very, very strange for for what's for Shimshon. On the other on the other side, Rot Sadik, the Benishai, Rutasar, 
damn Amish going to go with this kind of like turn what's called turn everything on its head? You think suddenly you think the man that um, Yaakov Avinu thought was going to be Mashiach is stamped like a regular Baltaiva just getting involved with all these in your name. You have what's called you you what's called you don't know what's going on. You're empty. You think when he's having relations with all these women, it's stamped like time and everything else. The problem is with you, not with him, and you're empty. Now let's bring that we actually have some interesting second. One Pazik says over here that the Lamutko that uh, you know when Shimsha wanted to marry that first woman, she didn't know it was from Hashem. From Hashem to marry a Palestinian woman. What in the world's going on over here? And the Gemara, right, this says, How did what how did Dalila know that he was saying the truth when he said Nazar al Nazar al Kimani? says, Cause this tzaddik wouldn't say that shame Hashem for no reason. This tzaddik what do you mean this tzaddik who who would go who calls someone a tzaddik who gets who's getting together with plushy women? What in the world is what in the world is going on over here? So that's something that needs clarification. What's also strange: the Nazar is always the Indian of refraining from the Eilim Taiva, and here he's getting involved in Mamish the Schmitz Taiva. What in the world is going on over here? So here, let's get let's go right there, right to the Benish guy. He's going to say now Shimshin Shashevet done. He's like a serpent. He's a Nachash. He's like a serpent in the path. So it sounds like the Yitzhar her right there. But the way the Benish guy is going to learn that Shimshin is from Shevet. What goes Shimshin is from Shevet done. But done is a is Nadav. He's rooted back in the Nasham of Nadav. Nadav didn't even get married. Shimshin had a kayak that he could be in this situation like a snake. Everything he eats tastes like nothing. Dust and everything else. He's getting no tainig in the Elam. That's Shimshin. He could be in this situation without getting what's going, without getting sucked in. And that's the vert that he could be there and have relations as if, what's called, as if it never happened. So this is the cab that what's called the British Kai and get going. So this is really very far discrepancy from the Pashtas of the Psukim and the Gemara, and this is what we need to really understand. What is going on over here? What's Shimshin doing here? And what's the, what is the basic, what's going, what is the basic story? And let's, in order to do this, worthwhile to mention the Makubal Rashimshin Miastropolia. The Makubal Rashimshin Miastropolia tells us that Shimshon is was a spark from two souls. Soul number one was Esau, believe it or not, and he brings many similarities. Number one, Esau was causing trouble in the womb, Shimshon was another in the womb. Esau comes out all hairy, Shimshon's cock was with his hair. Esau brings food to his father, but not wine, Shimshon doesn't drink wine. Esau's wives made their father blind, Shimshon's wife made him blind. Esau was running after women that he shouldn't, and at a certain level, so did Shimshon. Esau's like the Yetzirah, the Nachash. Shimshon's from Shevet Daniel, like a serpent in the path. So this he brings common similarities between Esau and Shimshon. Number two is that Shimshon was a spark from Shem and Yafes, who are actually one soul. Okay, that sounds interesting. And that's actually from a Pasuk in Chomesh. The Pasuk says in Chomesh, after Chom does we does, we know Noah comes out of the table, he gets drunk, he gets drunk, and what ends up happening? He becomes revealed. Chom sees him, and the Machlechus and the Gemara and Sanhedrin, what he did, whether he had relations with him or castrated him, and or maybe we could explain maybe both happened, and this would be the concept. That is, Noah was here to be Mashpi on the Eilam, but he gets drunk. When he's not, when he's drunk, he's not being Mashpi anymore. He's not affecting. When you're not affecting, you become affected, and that will be the shot of 
come having relations with him, that will be Misham the castration. He can't affect, he's only being affected. In the disgraced state, along comes Shem and Yafas, and they cover up their father to, you know, with a garment to try to cover him up from this disgrace. But the Pasuk doesn't say they took, talking about Shem and Yafas, it says he took. So Rashi explains that although it was both of them, Shem was the main guy. He was the one really starting the ball rolling, so that's why it uses he took in regard to Shem. The Makabal Shem Shem says it's because Shem and Yafas are actually one soul, and that's where the singular lush and he took is used over here. And since Shem and Yafas' father, Noah, got clapped by the lion, that's why Shimshon rips up the lion. It is worthwhile to add two points to this. It is beautiful. The Nazar, we know, is a ticken of the Saita. person sees a Sota in embarrassment has to become a Nazar. You always have to refrain. You see what happens. Drinking can lead to all these types of dangerous things. So become a Nazar. Refrain from the drinking and everything else. Nazar is also a ticken of the Eitzadas. And we know the Eitzadas, that goes back to Dubishvat, it goes Eitzadas of the four-way Machlekes. Was it Esrik Te'ena Chita or Gefen? Sefer Kol Sholem points out that on the word Eitzadas, there is a Ravii, that it's a Helio that's all four. Interesting to know the Shir Isser for a Nazar is a Ravius. Ravius is a quarter, but that's what the Nazar is being masakit. Of course, when Adam ate from the Eitzadas, he realized he wasn't wearing any clothes. So the beginning of what's called the revelation, the physical world. So another is a ticket of that, and that also will connect to our Nyonim. Now, so let's come, let's come back to, let's come back to this. So it's not beautiful. The nazar is a ticket of drinking and becoming revealed. The, the nazar is a ticket of the eight of drinking and becoming revealed. Staying away from the Indian of the Sait and everything else. So shame and yafas come back as Shimshan the nazar because their father in their embarrassed state, their mimasakin firm. Furthermore, more Gishmak, we know although people call him Shimshan Hagibor, really that lesson you don't see too often, that Madrashan, that Tugibarim, whatever it is, but really Shimshan's called by the name of his father. Who was Shimshan's father's name? Menoach. That Shimshan ben Menoach, the son from Noach, Shaman Yafes. He, let's go, he is there. Now let's explain the situation. Shimshan's destiny was to be a Nakash, a serpent in the path. What was that supposed to be? The Jews were not Roy to fight this war. But Hashem wanted to destroy the Plishtim anyway. Hashem's destiny for Shimshon is going to be you're going to live amongst the Plishtim as if you're one of them, not connected to the Jewish nation, like the snake who fight comes alone and fights alone. And you make believe you're one of them and it's not connected to the Jews at what's called at all. The pretext is going to be you're going to live among the Plishti women. As the Pasik said, it, what the, the parents didn't know, it was from Hashem. This was Shimshon's destiny to be there. But what is it? But he's not a Nazar Yudke Vavke. He's a Nazar Alakim. The regular Nazar is to stay away from being a Seto or any of those type of situations. Here, what's called a situation? He's here to destroy the nation of Saitas, which is exactly what the Plishtim were, even at Kedekach, even in the jail. He's living with the Plishtim. And one way to understand what's going on there, as Rebbechav explained, well, he's in the jail. Now, he doesn't have his eyes, and he, so there's really the, the basic type is out at this point. He's looking like, you know what? Forget it. I'll take more of Eris on myself. But I'll let the I'll continue to live with these what's called these women, and it will just bring up their Avera level. Literally, Thomas Navshim Plish them Amamish Bimaisenavish to bring these guys down, and that's exactly how he died. He's going to bring down what's called bring down the house. I'm ready to die with them. Maisenavish. 
for what's good for that, what's good for that cause. So here's a situation with what's good Shimshon. On one hand, so he's supposed to be there. He's supposed to be living amongst the Pleshim as he's one of them and destroy them within and for a while he was doing that. But at a certain point, it looks like what it looks like they were getting sucked in into the Ela, what's called the Ela Mataiva. And at that point, things started going astray and he wasn't able to do his job. Until his eyes were taken out, then he was able to, what's good, then he was able to see again. And then he was able to see again. That's what he was able to do. Now, so here's the situation. What's going the situation with what's going with Shemshon? He goes out. He comes out. He after what's going after that. He brings down the house. Now, his what he was expected of Shemshon was he's going to be what's in the Elam Ataiva in the Spitz Tumor with the Tivus of Asaph. He's going to be in the most difficult position, and even over there, he's going to be able to be the Nazar, be Kaddish. That's what was being asked for him, to bring Kedusha even to the most Tumadika place. Can he stay there? For a while he was doing that, at a certain point he slips, things going awry. And then you would really think that right here, it's over. He's in the jail. He's finished. He's done so. Right over here, you look like now you're lost. And exactly at the point where it looked like it's over, it looked like it's finished, it looked like you're the ultimate disgrace, there in the jail itself, he was able to bring more what's called Averis on them, and then finally in that disgrace state from nowhere, you see from the situation, he looked like it finished, he was able to kill more people in his death than he did in his life, and that's one and done, and that's how the place goes down. There's one other crazy twist that comes out, he brings it based off of some sofa and Parsha's Nasso, that actually, while he was in the jails, we mentioned, they brought the Plishti women, brought their wives to live with Shimshon. Now, one of the women who came, according to Samso, is unbelievable, is we know that the night where Rus, you know, where what's called Rus, and Nami, and Arpa, what's called, everyone is split, Arpa goes back that night, and Chazal says she was together with a hundred men and a dog, which sounds a little wild. Zaktuk Sansover was someone as strong as a hundred men and a dog. It was together with Shimshon. And that actually produced Goliath. And since Goliath came from the, what's called that union, and Goliath was over there causing trouble for the Jews, that actually pushed Dovid Melech to come to the forefront. And that's what it says. You'll begin to destroy the Plishtim from this union that produced Goliath would actually bring Dovid Melech to the forefront. That would be really knocking out the Plishtim in the times of David Melech. So Mamish in the set of the Nazar, if you take the letters Nazar, Nun, Zion, Yud, Resh, and spell it out. Nun is Nun, Nun. Zion is Zion, Yud, Nun. Yud is Yud, Vav, Dalad, and Resh is Resh, Yud, Shin. The hidden letters in there. Two of the letters you have is Vav, Dalad. Vav, Dalad are the two letters that make up David's name. As Hashem says, I found David in Stome. The outer letters of Stome are Samach, Mem, the Malach, The inner letters are Dalad and Vav, the two letters that make up David's name because, of course, Lot was the forefather of David Melech. Now, we have over here, so we have two letters in the hidden letters of the Nazareth of Dalim Vav for David. We've got two nuns, that's Bez Nun for David Ben, and the remaining letters are Yud Shin Yud, which is Yishai. So out of the Soda the Nazir, the Tikkun of the Eitz Adas, Adam Rashi Tevis, Adam David Mashiach, is the Indian of David Ben Yishai. Things turning around in that crazy messianic twist. So just to close it out over here, just the lesson, and then we'll just finish the final point. The lesson over here is, and this is so true, what's good for all of us. We're put in this Elam. We're put in the Elam as Meridik Tevis, and we have Tevis within and Tevis 
is without. And that's like how the fruit is on Tu Bishvat. There's some fruit, maybe like a fig or a date or a grape, that might be more teicha kabaro. You can eat the whole thing. But there's some, but there's some that are not like that. You have, you have certain foods, like an avocado, that will have a pit inside. Maybe externally it's fine, but internally there's a problem. <coughs> or then you can have situations like a pomelo that you could have to rip that thing until you get to the fruit or nuts like egos gematria hate that's a big clip until you get to the side we can have trouble in trouble out all different types of nisayanas but Hashem wants us there with the nisayan and to work through and to overcome as Tyreel pointed out the world that we live in it goes it doesn't that unbroken harmony it's harmony to disharmony to repair which is chesed it's a world that Hashem created to do good but we've got a challenge in the middle but it's going to work out in the end that's the kia true to kia that's the way the world goes and this is over here, what Hashem wanted, and the Veda of Shemshin was such an intense Veda. He's putting us in a dark place, in a difficult place, a schwer place. Who knows what's going on over there? But simultaneously, Shem is saying, you've got unbelievable kachas. And this is something that we have to know. We live in a world with a tremendous amount of challenges. But with that, he's given us unbelievable kachas. And he wants us to work and try. That's a nechi Hashem I'm Hashem God who took you out of Mitzrayim. That's what I want. I want what's called that stick, what's keeping Hashem, connecting to Hashem, coming out of your own Mitzar, coming out of your own difficulties, and just to be Messiah. So here's the final remnant. So where did Shimshin come from? Shimshin came from shame, what's called shame and Yafas, the main part was shame. Esau, but what's called, he was, Pagan, what's called, lost his eyes. And he can the Indian of Noah. And Noah, the letter Nun at the end of the word, Shekhar is to lie. Shekharun is a liar. Gesel to steal. Gazlan, a criminal. Nun at the end of the word is the idea of continuum. So what did Noah do? Noah is Nun Ches, the continuation of life. Shimshon was a little bit different. What was he? His, he, he you know, his, his message continued, but not in life and in death. As Gazal said, for 20 years, the Palestinians were so shocked after what's called after the ending that they brought down the house, they didn't fight with the Jews. According to the Carbonate and the Yafamara in, in uh, Yushalmi and Saita, actually, he says over there, they were actually afraid they didn't see Shimshon's body. They thought maybe Shimshon was still alive. But notwithstanding, for 20 years after Shimshon died, he would go, his memory left its mark and they wouldn't dare start with the Jews again. So we've got the Indian of the Nun without the Chas. So again, Shimshon, the main part of Shimshon was a shame, a shame over the Yafas. He's Ace of Minus the Iron without the eyes. And he's Noah, what's called, he's Noah, the Nun, the continuation, but without the Chas, without the Chias. That's Shin men from Shane, Shin Vov without the Ayin from Esau, and the Nun without the Chas. It's Isaiah Shimshon. That's exactly who he is. So here's some things to ponder on this week of Tuvitko Tuvishvat, Good Kabbalah Satara, wishing everyone a good Shabbos. Matan Tara, Bye.